3: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
2: This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento Drive Car of the Year, live from the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill, Rabina, on the beautiful Gold Coast.
0: out Wales
1: last night, but it's not. What is your uh, your poll for Four Pines? Well, my small poll, boys, is if, if we were to play a match each year in a major regional centre, where would we play it? And we've put up three choices, and you, you can pick something else, you can write something else, but we've got Newcastle, Wollongong, or the Gold Coasters choices on the Gold small coast. poll. The Gold Coast. Why, oh, why not?
0: Hey, or our listeners, anyone that goes for New South Wales, I know what they're going to pick. Mm. Townsville, they'll want to go there again. That's for sure, Woody. That was that was uh, that surface was amazing. Satch, you were actually up there? I was. Um, yeah, and you get that on Twitter. The poll before you have a chat to us. about that's it on uh, on Twitter. Sports Day NSW or Sports Day QLD. Uh, if we're going to play in a major regional centre. Where should it be? So Sats, it. Was just it looked magnificent on the on the TV.
4: Yeah, it was amazing. It, it did it all justice as well. Uh, those overhead shots were amazing of the uh, of the Cowboys' home ground. And but to be actually see the amount of uh, activity from all the rugby league uh, locals and all the people that have travelled great distances to come to Townsville for that game. Not many New South Wales fans. Probably 98% Queensland fans. They shut off Flinders Street. There was probably eight to 10,000 people in Flinders Street watching big screens uh, in Townsville as well. Now, we see the activity in and around the Caxton Street region and also all of Brisbane when Origin is in Brisbane. But to be able to contain it into one little area in Townsville was... Uh, it was great to oh, see. How, 20, how
0: good is that new stadium? And, 27,500 and, and and people. The proximity to the, the city is just, it's perfect. Five-minute it? walk. It's Five-minute
4: walk. Now, you know, with the, small, the, the four-point small pole that uh, Woogie has put up, I don't know whether we would go to another regional ground, but if so, I've always said I thought Newcastle would be an outstanding location. 32,000 people. Local team not going that great at the moment, the Knights. So I think it's a really good shot in the arm for Newcastle Rugby League. What about the Central Coast? Was taken there?
0: Amazing spot. Yeah. There's maybe not enough people. Well, someone has to tip the money in, don't they? I mean, that's what's what got it across the line. I'm not. Look, even despite the fact Queensland were thrashed, I think Anastasia Palaszczuk would say, hey, money well spent. What a fantastic advertisement. For North Queensland, I think there's
4: a lot of Queensland people that won't go anywhere near towns. Oh, I don't again. want to go there. So <laughs> it might work in reverse Get... from a tourism point of view. Hey, we are at
0: the uh, live at the Sporting Globe at Rabina. What a magnificent venue this is! Uh, food and drinks absolutely outstanding in this place. At any sporting event that's going on around the globe, it's on one of the 4,000 screens uh, that we have here. And I, I can tell you, after doing my own poll, meeting our listeners that have turned up tonight, I don't think there's too many Queenslanders that have bothered after last night's trash Who's a, anyone here? New South Wales fan. Oh my god! Wow, and probably eighty percent of the room. Queensland.
4: We one, got one. We got one guy.
0: <laughs> one guy. You know what? And it's i have like, I got another theory, because hmm. Woogie was helping with the selection. Of the listeners <laughs> that send a text in. Yeah, and Wolves, I reckon yeah, you've right. just gone anyone that. Because you had to yep. text in Queenslander or Cattle Dog.
1: Well, I thought. I think the Cattle Dog's got it. I wanted you to be around some class for once, mate.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just having a sip of my four pines there. Bloody beautiful here at the Sporting Globe. Hey, we're going to take a look at, at game one, of course. Uh, uh, Brad Fitler, Teddy, Paul Green, uh, Daly Cherry Evans. We've got some comments from them to play as well. We'll give you our tips for round 14. Throughout the night uh, Jared Wallace is joined, kind enough to join us um, Queensland State of Origin representative Who's hurting as much as we are And he's going to uh, join us a little bit later on Good in the chance program, for him this weekend a Good chance for him to impress yeah. We certainly need a bit of grunt Up front um, Well, now We always have our songs mm. to fire everyone up For, for the round Because usually um, there's a game
4: on tonight There
0: is And it feels a bit weird to do it tonight But Woogie has insisted that we do it So Sats, what do you come up with? Well,
4: we, we've started to come up with a theme. It's not really about firing each other up each week and the rugby no. league fans or the sporting fans. We've come up with a theme the last couple of weeks. Last week it was all around Peter Volandis and how he, uh, he dominated the playing group in relation to...
0: The crackdown on the head the highs. The crackdown
4: on the head highs. He says, oh, I make the rules. I make the rules and this is the way it's going to be. Now, this week it's all about origin and the result. So I'm going a classic from Aussie Crawl. Woogie, get ready to buy the button. They shut us down, didn't they? Shut down, Aussie Crawl.
0: Good song, Sats. Did we hear it? Yeah, I'm just playing to you right now, mate. We're not (laughs) hearing it. We're not hearing it. Uh, So mine is, um, well, thinking about that side, and I actually spoke to Andrew Voss this morning on, um, on his program, and he played this for me, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be a sore loser. It's, it, was, it is relevant. Have a listen to Elgin. I blue. love
1: it. This is one of my favourite songs, Badge. I'm going to vote for yours.
0: Yeah, Laughing right. like children. <laughs> yeah, I great song. That's why they call it the blues. Woogie, what do you got? Boys, I thought I've
1: lost every week so far, and I thought, bugger this. I want a song that says blue and gets me pumped up. Midnight blue from Lou Graham. Listen to this, boys. What a great song!
4: How does that song go? Uh,
0: Midnight well, we blue. It there. <laughs> there it goes. Thanks. Oh, righto. There you go. Okay. While you're singing, let's get to this.
2: Sports Day sports update.
0: Righty, here you go, boys. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co. The official beer of Sports Day with badge so and sets. Um, now, in, before we hear from the the coaches and some of the players. The contrasts in the two calls last night. Mm. Um, of course, they're all pretty happy in the Blues camp. Because we have a couple of calls. Uh, a New South Wales call, a Queensland call. Uh, and a neutral and call. And a neutral call. Yep. Have a listen to the uh, the Queensland call. And now the clock winding down. Seven seconds to go. To'o will play the ball
4: here You'll for New You'll have to guide South us
0: Wales. through this,
4: Woogie. Or maybe you won't. There's the siren. It's all over. Game one. Comprehensive as it gets for New South Wales, full time.
0: New South Wales 50, Queensland 6. Rightio, so Mark Braybrook and Scotty Sattler. It, it was, was a, a pretty miserable room. <laughs> <laughs> Can well, I tell you Brent also. Brett was there with you. We
4: we're actually, our, our commentary box was right next to the New South Wales coaching box, so it was really intriguing to watch to watch Brad Fittler and Craig Fitzgibbon and Greg Alexander just work uh, as a coaching unit. Um, Freddie always so composed, even, though, even when they're only up 8-0, really composed. But every time that New South Wales scored, Brent Tate was just filthy, was throwing
0: stuff. And so he put on a bit of a, of a performance, Did he? Brent Tate, in front of New South Wales the, the dummy out of coaching the staff. Yeah. yeah, well, the New South Wales call, as you can imagine, uh, Jimmy Smith and co., Yep, Brett Finch. Brett Finch, they were pretty excited.
2: Cleary dummies, skips through, Tedesco on the inside. It's fifth, dummy. Oh! Oh. (laughs) at the Tommy T. He dummied the flick to Teddy,
4: and then he flicked it to Tommy T, hit him on the chest, they scored a try. New South Wales will get 50.
0: All right, that's enough of that. I don't want to hear that again. Uh, ever, I think. So the funny they, thing about it it, is,
4: up. it sounds like Brett Finch is excited because New South Wales won. But we, if you know Finchy, he's just excited 24
0: hours a day. Mm. So Hey, didn't that fast track, um, you know, the people were saying, talking about, Woogie well, wasn't even watching it. He's pretended he, he has, but I don't think he did. Uh, <laughs> Queensland bought the game. They'll win it for sure. They're playing in Townsville. They've got two games in it's a row. It's uh, But I did hear from uh, Brandy Alexander saying, you know, what we think... The fast, dry track in Townsville could suit our players better than the Maroons and weren't they dead right? I just think the Queensland sh- in game two shouldn't play with blindfolds on <laughs> because uh,
4: in that first set of six last night, Badge, we just knew straight away the style that uh, Brad Fittler had... Um, and and his coaching staff also Brandy and and uh, Danny Bedirus, Craig Fitzgibbon. You could just you could tell the game plan that they were intending to play, which is all about just using their big outside backs and be really quick through the middle and just try and really try and gas the big Queensland forwards out. That's what they did. First set of six, you just knew straight away there was going to be a fast game and whether Queensland would have the players that have played enough game time to go with them and. That's the, uh, the way that it played out was exactly the way that Brad Fittler would have intended. I don't think he ever would have envisaged a scoreline of that nature. But uh, it was a tremendous performance. Really
0: well coached. There have been some fantastic New South Wales sides over the years. And, um, you know, I, I do go back to that the, the game, game three in the year 2000 when they, they smashed Queensland and were throwing hand grenades. And that side was outstanding. I, I think this team could potentially be the best they've ever put out on the park it's with that sort of performance if they can back that up and that's the key and we've seen sides play great games but not across a series not often Hmm. can they back it up that that's that's a that's an outstanding team isn't it when they've you know they they held their own in the forwards maybe dominated us a little bit but it was some of their outside backs that did the damage around the middle Brian Tires. that's what hurt us and and, and, and Tvojevic in the middle
4: Brian Toto ran for 400 kilometres last night. So uh, he, he created the most amount of damage. And, but Tommy Travojevic, oh, you know, I, I can't think of a player that has such an individual presence and such a, a, an individual... Um, just the influence that he has on not only the, not only a, a team like Manly, but the influence that he has on a team at state of origin level. Like individually, if, if John, Tom Travojevic doesn't play last night, yeah, I think New South Wales probably still win the game, but I don't think it's as the blowout that we saw. That's the influence that this guy has got at the moment. I've got to take my hat off to the Manly, the manly um, physiotherapist and medical staff that got him ready and got him back on the field after that hamstring injury uh, a number of weeks ago he, because he's come back a completely different... We knew how great he was. He's come back a completely different player and gone to another level. Now,
0: I don't think he's going to back up. On Friday night, they've got a special uh, game coming up for Bob Fulton. Uh, a tribute to Bozo because it's their first home game since uh, the great man passed away. Uh, but believe he um, he he's not going to back up he Tommy may, Turbo? Yeah, he or may not, not
4: back up. They're going to make a decision, but out of the but out of the uh, the players from Manly, it looks like that he may not back up. Now they've got Dylan Walker. They've got a few players coming back here and four, but it looks like he may not back up. It looks as though with Penrith that. Uh, Nathan Cleary and Brian To'o may not back up as
0: well. Oh, so okay. when it
4: comes to your tipping this weekend, it all comes back to what players are, are willing to uh, to back up for their NRL and side. And Mo
0: Fotowaka is going to miss a game. He entered an early guilty plea to a dangerous contact charge, so uh, he's out of Origin, uh, or uh, sorry, he's out of um, this game, uh, this weekend's game as well. Hey, we're going to take a break. Uh, that's what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Sto- Sports Day with Badge and, Satsa. and what is brewing? Here at the Sporting Globe is plenty of four pines, good food, good drinks. Uh, We'll take a break. Back soon with uh, Robert Crash Craddock, Senior Sports Journalist for the Courier-Mail, and get his views on last night's game.
2: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento, Drive Car of the Year. Live from the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill Rabina on the beautiful Gold Coast. <music> this is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento, Drive Car of the Year. Live from the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill Rabina on the beautiful Gold Coast.
0: Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here with you. And uh, let's check in Check in now with, uh, well, senior sports writer, Jono at the Courier-Mail, the one and only Crash, Robert Craddock. How are you, mate? Good to speak to you, Badge
5: and Sats. Mm. It's, uh, I'm suitably chastened by last <laughs> night's results. We all <laughs> are.
0: We all are. And we've been talking about it already. And, uh, and and the New South Wales fans, of course, are chuffed. They were absolutely outstanding last night. Um Geez, Queensland, look, I didn't think they were going to win. I thought they might go close, but did you see that coming at all?
5: No, although I have to say this, uh, what I was aware of after going to Fox Sports and listening to a few of the league boys down there over the last few weeks was the absolute disenchantment of the Blues team with their effort in Game 3 last year. And so often you find it that Origin is a game about rebounding badges, isn't it? And Darren Lockyer pointed out a few weeks ago that Queensland's big upset victories in series have inevitably been followed by losses the next year to a rejuvenated and suitably chasing New South Wales. So, look, there was many threads from last night's loss, many lessons, weren't there? Like, playing injured players, you know, A.J. Brimson was, was you know, and and... Dane Gay Guy in hospital for three days. Ah, oh, look, it's this is a great New South Wales team. You've almost got to be cherry ripe to beat them, haven't you?
0: You do, you do. Um, and, and Queensland, unfortunately, um, there's not that many choices when to some of those players. I mean, I know New South Wales um, picked a, a wonderful side, but sometimes you, you look at it and you go, gee, that, there's a lot of players they, they left out. That's very rarely the case for Queensland where you go, gee, there's a few players unlucky. So, um, yeah, when you've got a few players injured and maybe coming back from suspension, it can it just it, your preparation is not always great. And I don't think it was great for Paul Green in his, in his first foray into the coaching ranks at Origin. No.
5: Well, I think several of the players couldn't train for a few days. And that was the worry, given that this New South Wales team, not only were they great, but they had no injuries whatsoever. And I guess Baz the chastening thing is they had the chance also to use some of Queensland's old narratives such as I mean, Queensland snatched the game in Townsville, Paul Green snatched the Ville Hotel, the best hotel in town. And so the blues loved just 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 slow slothing it into the narrative of <laughs> oh yeah, this is a stitch up, these blokes. This is a great joke. What are we doing up here anyway? And they got the fast surface they wanted. So and the worry for Queensland is, I guess, that their key players are about Nathan Cleary's twenty-three years old, uh, Trebojevic, He's you know twenty-three. So this there was a real sense that we could be seeing the start of something special from the Blues. I hate saying that, mm. but uh, it's been said many times. Every time they win a match, but this was a bit different, wasn't it, Badge and Sats? This was a bit special. This was high-level state of origin that performance that we've rarely seen the likes of.
4: Yeah, in hostile Good. territory, like you're saying. Now, you, you mentioned Tommy Trebovich crash. Have you seen a player that has? Have you seen a player that has uh, such a uh, an influence on one team like he does with Manly, and then comes into the New South Wales side and has the influence that he has?
5: It, no, n- not at all. And you know, I remember listening to a bookmaker explain it a few weeks ago in that. They do, um, you know, points differentials on how important a player is to a team, and he's the highest they've ever had at about a fourteen-point difference to Manly, which is just staggering. Mm. You, you think of that in a game of rugby league; some teams are flat out scoring fourteen points. So, what worries me from a Queensland perspective is that over the years, Queensland has seen and negated. As you saw this in your area. Many outstanding players like Laurie Daly, uh, even Bob Fulton in pre-Origin. There's times when they they shut down the great Bozo and these terrific centre pairings. Michael O'Connor, they hustled and bustled their way out of it. However, in this current team, if you focus on Trebojevic, it just lets... I mean, Mitchell runs off the leash, doesn't he? Mm. And then you've got Brian Toe on the wing making 250 metres. So the threats are coming from everywhere. And that's what worries me is that it's not just one champion. It's about three or four. So <laughs> I don't envy him trying to pick the team for game
0: Tuesday. Yeah.
4: yeah, you wrote a good story today, Crush, also around the selections for the Queensland side and how a lot of those selections, Broncos, Titans, Cowboys, players, reflects what sort of season they're having also to date.
5: Oh, and look, let's be frank, sometimes club form doesn't feed into origin, but how big was the confidence of the Penrith boys for New South Wales? And I'm just off the phone to Pete Vidal, who said the same thing. He said, mate, couldn't you sense the buoyancy of Brian Toto from Penrith, of Cleary from Penrith, of Luai from Penrith, as opposed to, you know, the the, the generally flat Queensland team? Now. I've had a couple of people challenge that story. And one bloke said, oh, hang on, mate. The Broncos only had one player, Xavier Coates in the Queensland team. And I said, that's what I'm getting at. When the Broncos are riding high in the saddle, they're feeding four or five informed players into Queensland team. Whereas, you know, it was just Xavier Coates. And he looked like a guy out of form. I think he'd be lucky to hold his place. Mm. Then the guy said to me, hang on, mate. You're forgetting that the the Titans had four or five guys in the Origin, you know, but they did a really good job. And I said, yeah, but here's the thing, They're, they're, they're plotting the Titans and they're still getting players in Origin. What you want in Origin is Penrith. Like, basically, they went, what, 27 games undefeated and feeded six totally informed players into the New South Wales team. That's the sort of representation you want, isn't it? Not not the Titans having a patchy season and still providing three or four
0: players. Mm. Cowboys as well, not uh, going that, that well, Crash. So, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Hey, let's take our allegiances out of it, Queensland, New South Wales, and look at the game from this point of view of a spectacle. It was, it looked magnificent before kickoff and during the game with those the aerial shots that I was watching on telly, and Sats was up there. He might be able to talk about that. But if you're a, a, a casual rugby league fan, let's face it, we get a few million extras watching, extra eyes watching uh, State of Origin. They would have been impressed with that brilliant open game. Very few stoppages. Like, there was no none of the dirty stuff. No one trying to milk penalties. No, you know, not a lot of head highs. It was it was a fantastic spectacle of a game. It was beautiful,
5: Baz uh, badge. And, and what what gave a particular charm was. This new rule that the six again it's just opened it up nicely, didn't it? And that was the benefit of it. Mm. And I think soon enough we will have one of the great state of origin classic games where twenty eight plays twenty four because you can tell how quick the game was for, for, for that rule alone. There wasn't the milking. The players kept their words. They uh, was played in a good spirit. They had high tackles. They weren't really, you know, they, they didn't have a great presence. So it was wonderful. I'm wondering, Phil Rothbill has suggested that Newcastle would be a great stop for the Origin and that would really sparkle. And if you can get your government to tip in, I mean, the Queensland government put in $8 million and that helped them offset the lack of ticket sales, 27,000 capacity. But it had a beautiful look. And you think of what what we can compare it to. It was going to be a half full MCG. The ticket sales at the MCG for the opener were not great. It wouldn't have had 10% of the flavour of that game.
4: For sure.
0: Mm. Yeah, it was beautiful. Well, Anastasia
4: Palaszczuk, I suppose, crashed. She paid $8 million for Queensland to play Penrith last night. Yeah. They <laughs> get beaten by get, 44 points. Yeah. Oh. What, yeah. what about moving what, forward? What about moving forward, crash, when it comes to selections? New South Wales, there, they were without Angus Crichton, you've got to remember as well, uh, who was out um, suspended. But when it comes to Queensland, you know, I'm thinking. Josh Kerr, is it Hammerside Tabio, Fido? But I think it's not about the exciting attacking players that Queensland can possibly put in. It's
0: more about bolstering the middle, bolstering I think. Bolstering
5: defence.
0: Yeah. Mm. Who have we well, got?
5: Papali, I guess, comes, comes yep. back too, doesn't he, from suspension and so hopefully will Ponga from injury. But there's not a lot there. You mentioned the hammer there. He, one thing he uses is very quick. He's a big body. I know that there's concerns that he could be too young and a bit raw for it, but at some stage you've got to go shopping for a hero. Reese Walsh is an interesting one, isn't he? From, uh, you know, the guy who was going to play the entire season for the North Devils Mm. if Auckland hadn't plucked him from the Broncos... There's one little query on Reason that I understand that one of the reasons he was let go to the Warriors is he had two concussions very early in the season. If he gets a third, his season is over. That's why the Broncos are a little bit cautious about him. Mm. But uh, you're right, there's, there's a not, not a lot there. Queensland has a history of giving their players one last chance. And we must remember they did win the series last year. So we could have a few one last chances at Suncorp Stadium where they just say, look, we're worried about it. This is a champion New South Wales team, but you've just got to go off tap and somehow see if you can snatch this one. Badger, do you sense many changes?
0: I I sense there'll have to be a few Um, I think think Josh Kerr will come in Josh Kerr And Cohen Hess I think Has has played some great football Around the middle He could tighten them up A little bit there Young and fast And yeah I think there could be And as I'm with you G. I hope we uh, Queensland gets Caelan Ponga back That'll certainly help Um, But I remember what Caelan did When he first got called in A few years ago And they played him Around the middle It was like a lock Mm. and, And came on yeah. Reese yeah. Walsh, perhaps that spark off the bench could do something special mm, mm. for Queensland as well. You never know. A, a la, maybe more, more like Matty Bowen when well, he did it. Can a, I say, Crash mm. and Badge, I think Jerome Luai's effort last night and his
4: attitude towards origin, which was a carefree, I don't care where I'm playing, is sends a significant message to any young, brash, confident player that's willing to play
0: And that doesn't always always work in origin. Depends on the personality. In in an open game like that, Mm. it did, and on a fast track. Yeah, but you're right, Crash, that fast track, they cashed in, didn't they, the Blues?
5: Oh, they did. And, And look, everyone's under pressure. I mean, Paul Green, the coach, would be numb over what's happened. And, you know, he has his own challenges because obviously the coaches that tend to do well in origin historically are the guys with uh, what you might call an aura. You know, Wayne Bennett appeared from nowhere last year and snatched a series. Mel Meninga walks into a dressing room. Heads turn. I mean, it's almost his presence, isn't it, as much as what mm. he's saying. Um, Phil Gould for New South Wales. So uh, that's the challenge, isn't it, uh, for Paul, is you, you can't manufacture an aura, but he's, he's just a different style of coach. And he did... Say it after the game, I was surprised to hear it. He sort of said, I felt I could have bonded a bit better with the team. And that—that that was a, that's a major concession. Mm, but that is. I, I admire him for saying it, but historically, and Badge, you've played in a lot of Origin teams, the aura of the coach, it, it's, it seems to be in that short-term coaching environment, it really matters. It means a lot,
0: yeah. yeah. And I, I remember when Arthur Beetson came back into the fold in the late 80s when I was there after... A stint earlier on, and definitely there was an aura there. I'm just googling, I'm just looking at Amazon and trying to find a five foot two aura for Paul Green, but no, none for sale today. <laughs> we'll have to. Hopefully, it'll appear. Hopefully, he'll get the best out in him. And uh, and well done, Freddie Fitler in the Blues, no doubt at all. That was a, a, a magnificent performance. Crash, we've got to let you go, mate. Um, Crash Craddock mm. from the uh, the Courier Mail. We really appreciate your time on Sports Day.
5: Uh, it's always a pleasure, guys. We could talk forever. Thanks for having us on.
0: This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento Drive Car of the Year, live from the Sporting Globe on the Gold Coast. We'll be back soon
2: with our Hot Topic. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento. Drive Car of the Year, live from the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill, Rabina on the beautiful Gold Coast.
4: Now, Hot Topic time.
0: Well, we're going straight into the Hot Topic, Sats. The Hot Topic is I can't eat one more chicken wing. I <laughs> know, oh, how good is the food and the beers, the four pines? I'm. Am I allowed to have a beer on the job? I'm just hiding that. Kind of I actually in don't in case think you are, I think actually in. it's part of our contract. Is it? You're not allowed to. Yeah, well, that's non-alcoholic, is okay. that alright? Yeah, that's all yeah, right. Good. Yeah. Hey, um, welcome everyone to the Sporting Globe, it's great to have uh, our listeners down here and uh, great to have our listeners on board and of course the, uh, the New South Wales fans uh, listening in tonight are much more uh, happy and were all day today, than certainly than I was and most NRL fans. But how let's put aside the result, which was um, a magnificent win to the Blues, put it aside, what a spectacular sight Queensland Country Bank Stadium was sat you up there. We've spoken about how great it was, and that new stadium, and um, you know, being right, just about on the on the fringe of the city. The question is the hot topic. In fact, it's also our um, woogies for uh, is small pole for small pine for four pines. <laughs> should a match each year be played in a major regional centre such as, well, not just Townsville, Newcastle, Wollongong, the Goldie, Central Coast? How's it going, you with that poll?
1: unbelievable at the moment. Massive support for Newcastle. Well, well over 60%. So there you go. Wow. Hey, what's okay. in your glass, bottle? Well, the that way?
0: Well, was, that was people. It's light, um, non-alcoholic beer. Okay.
1: Mm. Right, it doesn't sound like it. Is that all right? Yeah, it doesn't sound so
0: like um, it. So we're talking about these places, Newcastle and Townsville last night and maybe the Gold Coast, or Wollongong Central Coast. Instead of... The big cities, the big payers, shouldn't happen. Adelaide anyway, the, or uh, Perth or Melbourne. For the sake of the argument, yeah. Well, well, I, I guess the question is, should the NRL put money and and new horizons in those those center places that aren't hardcore rugby league cities? Should they put that ahead of goodwill to the the real fans, the, the fans, all oh, those fans that. In Townsville, North Queensland. It would never get, get a chance to go to an Origin game, well, unprec- but it did. And we'll talk about that forever. Unprecedented. Should, should we put that last ahead night. of... And
4: there's, there's, going to be, there's, there's going to be years to come when uh, a lot of people that attended that game last night, whether you're a Queensland or a New South Wales fan that says, I was there the day State of Origin was played in, in town. Townsville. Yeah. So, and one, because of the result. Two, because it was so
0: momentous, the day mm. itself. Being there's, up there... There's hundreds of thousands of Californians that talk about... The day that the game went to Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the same... There's actually about 800 fans. Is that the same but,
4: trip that Alfie come third in a bodybuilding yes, competition? Yes, yes. Yeah. But um, the the sights at um, Queensland Country Bank Stadium last night are outstanding. If, you have, if you've never been there, it's much like Bank West Stadium in Sydney. The, the stands are very high. steep, sh- Straight over the top of the uh, of, of the play. You're very close to the action. There's not a bad seat in the house. Uh, I, I love the concept of taking it to the regional, the regional spaces but I just think a game of this nature has to be in front of maximum exposure from a crowd accessibility point of view. You know, you've you got Wollongong, Newcastle, Gold Coast, Central Coast, you said, which is only 21,000 people and I know it sends a really good message and we take it to some of the areas that never get, get the ability to reach out and touch origin. Um, but if you had to have a choice out of the three that Woogies put up, I, I think Newcastle, and I thought Newcastle would have been a great option for this one also, which allows it to go New South Wales, Queensland, New South Wales in relation to the three games. Uh, now we're going Townsville, Suncorp, and it's not going to play in favour of, of Queensland, of course, what about two Canberra? games in a row now. What about
0: somewhere wet to bring New South Wales back to the field Do you bit? know what? Give yeah. us a chance on a slippery a big, night. Big, thick
4: gra- <laughs> Do you reckon they should take the games to Seaford Oval again? Seaford Oval. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Seaford, Oval Seaford Oval was horrible. The <laughs> well, grass used to go over the top of your ankles. Yeah. You used to have to wear the big French cap, And boots. we loved it.
0: Are they? Are they, They're ribs. Are they ribs? Yeah, your wife ordered the ribs, That's Wow. That's yeah, amazing. You've got to bring your wife. and Boys,
1: I boys concentrate, please. So, sorry, oh, sorry, where are we
0: at? Oh, no. yeah, so... I think we agree. We would love to see it. Uh, it's, it's, it's always going to be a question of money. And I understand, given the finances of the NRL, the hit that every code took last year during COVID, that that is a consideration. And when the Queensland Government stumped up $8 million to take this game to Townsville, I think they didn't have much choice other than to, to do that. Can I say, and
4: I'd like to get the, uh, the listeners' opinions and also the people here at the Sporting Globe, zero four double seven seven three six seven three six would you take a game to Auckland, New Zealand, to say thank you to the to the, to the Warriors of the New Zealand Rugby League? What no, done thumbs, down, thumbs down, thumbs no, down. No,
0: that's a big no from everyone. Obviously I am no so Kiwis disappointed. At the empathy. Hang of on, our rugby there's one League fan. Now it's your wife, the Kiwi. Yeah, she's a Kiwi. She's saying yes. <laughs> All right, that's the number 736. Send us a text. What do you think? Should a match each year be played in a major regional centre? This is sports. Dave, with the Kia Sorrento Drive Car of the Year. Hey, when we come back. Uh, a Racing Queensland update, and we're going to chat with uh, Gold Coast front rower. Could be a, a state of origin front rower again very soon. Jared Wallace, back soon.
2: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento. Drive car of the year. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Winter Racing Carnival has arrived.
1: Uh, Nelson is on the phone, raring to go. He's got tips for us. He's got news for us. How are you, Chris?
3: I couldn't be better, Jace. We're only, what, Ooh, 48 hours away from uh, not even that, from uh, the big day on Saturday with the Stradbroke and the Atkins and a and a ripping support card as well. It's going to be a massive day's racing, and I hope to see you out there,
1: mate. Is this like the grand final for racing Queensland? Is this their grand final on Saturday?
3: It is. Yep, it's the uh, the the jewel in the crown, the pinnacle of the winter carnival is uh, Stradbroke Day. Every single year. It's a little bit different this year. We don't have the derby. We had that as a, as a, as a separate day a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it took nothing away or it takes nothing away from the day. So we get to see Zaki as well. We've got the Brisbane Cup. But it's all there.
1: Alrighty. Um, I've got some stuff I want to Well, we'll get to your tips first. Uh, what do you like mm-hmm. this weekend? What, what, what should we maybe have a, a little dibble on responsibly?
3: Well, it's a tough day. Very tough day. Always is. But uh, I think the best is race seven, number two, Converge. Now, this is in the JJ Atkins for the two-year-olds. I think the sire's produce form of a couple of weeks ago will stand up well here. Converge, Port Louis, and Tiger of Malay. But Converge was the unlucky runner. The extra 200 metres won't prove any issue at all, so I'm pretty keen he'll be winning. So race seven, number two, is my best of the day. You're looking for others. It's tough. Tough to nail one. I'll, I'll suggest Vega one each way in the straight break but there's a million chances in that race.
1: Um, Actually, on Port Louis, Hugh Bowman rides Port Louis, um, and he's Mm. chasing his 100th Group 1 victory. That's incredible.
3: Yes, you're dead right. He certainly is. Um, a lot of those uh, group ones would have come up on the, uh, on the super mare, the champion mayor, Winks, of course. But, uh, yeah, 100. Gee, that's a nice milestone if you can get it, isn't
1: it? Yeah, what about 95 of those victories were on Winks? Um, only three <laughs> other jockeys have done this before, mate. Who, who are they?
3: That's a very good question, but uh, I know the answer, but I'd rather hear it from you.
1: <laughs> no, come on. You're <laughs> the expert, mate. You take the glory. Well, George Moore, obviously. Yes. Damien yep. Oliver. And who's the third?
3: You don't know. Uh, can you give me a clue?
1: Yeah. Uh, first name is Jim. Surname Cassidy. <laughs> the pumper. The pumper. Only three other jockeys, mate. That is. That's a huge feat. hundred group one victories.
3: Well, I think there's another guy closing in on that as well, and that's Glenn Boss. I think for the top the top of my head, he's got about ninety two. So he'll be trying to crack the hundred as well in the there next uh, couple of years.
1: All right, mate. All right, it's going to be a big uh, day of racing uh, this weekend at Eagle Farm. Mate, the Tab Queensland Winter Racing Carnival has arrived. Head to queenslandwintercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Jotes. All right, boys. Uh, Chris Nelson there. Over to you back at uh, the Sporting Globe.
0: Yes, at Rabina on the Gold Coast, fantastic to be here and just uh, trying to get one of these uh, little wet ones out, Sats, because the ribs just magnificent. (laughs) Our special guest is joining uh, us here, Gold Coast Titans, uh, Queensland front rower, Jared Wallace has been kind enough to drop by. Jared, how are you, mate? I'm very well, boys. Thank you for having me. Can I
4: just say, I've known Jared since he was in nappies. (laughs) His dad and I have been... Close friends for 30 did years. Did you ever help
0: Dad with that job?
4: Well, I, I, I wanted to bring up with him because he went the bed
6: until he was 14. <laughs> <laughs> <that> I told <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> I can't believe he told you. Nothing wrong with that. No, nah, no, nah, I heard there was ribs down here too, so I just thought I'd come exactly. out for a good feed. Yeah. Now, yeah.
4: obviously, you've got to be careful about what you say about uh, the Queensland side last night because you're still a player and you don't want to uh, also be critical of players. But how did you see last night play out?
6: Oh, mate, New South Wales were just... Red hot last night. They just absolutely dominated through the middle. They dominated on the edges. Like it was, it was really hard to watch. You know, like I, I was super disappointed for the boys sitting there at home. So I can only imagine how they felt. And I can imagine, you know, the way they would have been feeling up there in front of a you know a packed Queensland um, stadium and just been. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's such a big week and such a big hype that they would have been gutted to put that sort, you know, sort of performance in. But um, the best part about it, three game series. So mm. We'll see you in game two. It is Jarrod, the guy. I struggled
0: for a long time, and I know a lot of players do when you finish playing that um, you want to be out there. And, and I got over it really quickly at club level. But whenever an Origin game came up, yeah. I, I, for many years I was just, I really did it tough, and I, I'm just, you know, still wear my heart and my sleeve as yeah. far as the marines go. But when you're fit and healthy. And you don't yeah. get picked. Yeah, that you know that must hurt. Is yeah. fire burning there for you to oh, yeah. to get back? How yeah. how how was that? You know, a couple of weeks ago when they put no. the squad together.
6: No, it it, it does burn. You know, and especially for that you know, Maroon jersey. You know, everyone every little boy wants to play for Queensland, and yeah, you know, when you get one taste, you just never want to let it go, and then. I remember last year, you know, not getting picked in that um, in the squad. I remember talking to my wife, and she said, you know, we sit down and you watch the game. I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. I was, you know, I was angry and I was upset. And then when it come down to game night, I was like, oh, we got the footy tonight. We better sit down and watch it. You know, order pizza or something. So, no, it was it was super hard to sit down and watch the boys lose like that, and and, and copper beat, especially when you know I think we had four or five of our own boys in there. It was hard to watch. So I, I feel for them. You're ready to go, mate.
0: Um, I. I... I think
6: your form's been better this year than last year. Like you've just seemed to have,
0: and I know you. Uh, I, I did read where you said you had some some injury concerns, but you just you just didn't put it together as much, as well as you would have liked last year. But you have hit the ground running this time.
6: Yeah, no, it was a it was a tough year last year. Obviously, you know, losing you know all the time, and then getting injuries, and it just really took a mental toll on me. I think, but. Uh, I build a really good relationship with Justin there uh, on the field, and he's really helped me get the confidence back in you know in my in my football um, side of it and my wife and that's done a fantastic with off the field you know taking so much pressure off me there to make sure i 'm getting my body right every week and i'm just back to loving my footy again you know it, it, we're having a, a great uh, start of the season, you know not quite where we would like to be, obviously a bit of a roller coaster with a few losses and that that we would have liked to have won, but uh, I'm just loving it, yeah. Like, uh, I, I can't say too much more about that. I'm like a little kid again, just enjoying his footing. Yep.
4: Jared, how does Justin Holbrook react to losses,
6: especially back-to-back losses? He's actually quite, like, he's quite calm. The, there was, I oh, probably uh, two weeks ago, you know, you could really see his disappointment. He he was angry. It was the first time I probably heard him raise his voice outside of training, um, you know, because he really does try and, you know... Um, trying to see how the boys are feeling and and, you know the boys obviously they're already disappointed they're already angry at themselves and yeah, we train super hard all week to uh, put a good performance on the field then when you don't um, you know, It's hard to cop, but even he, uh, against that Sharks game, even he couldn't you know, let his feelings hold back there, and he was super disappointed.
4: I think you're having one of your best seasons, I think, in your career. And as you get older, you've got to add some extra strings to your bow. I mean, as we get older, we get slower. So you've got to find something <laughs> different in the game, and we've all been through it. Yep. I've noticed you've been doing a lot of ball playing before the line. I think it's been outstanding, your, your form. And um, is that a, Was that a conscious decision, for you to enter that more into your game, or was it a decision between you and Justin Holbrook?
6: No, I don't think it's, it's like I've always had it in my game. But I think Justin and the two Jimmies have really just come up with a game plan that suits my style of football. Um, you know, again, it comes down to I'm confident and that to you know throw that pass when I want to, or you know, and to have the confidence of the coaches backing me to pass. You know, when I when I see something or play, um, you know. That football style vision in front of me, so it's just really good. But you know, I've also got guys like Big Tino and Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Joloff and uh, you know Sam McIntyre, you know, Mo pushing into holes, you know, running, uh, you know, running strong lead, like lead lines and just pushing into holes like AJ does. You know, you just got to give him the footy when you see something. Jared, well, I'm just going to read out a text here from one of our listeners, Sporty Gavin,
0: a regular from Newcastle. Uh, he was says I was pleased with Daniel Saifidi's game last night, especially scoring that try under the post. You'd have played a bit of footy against Daniel Sifydi, yep. Payne Haas. They've got some weapons up in the middle there, haven't they? That yep. are that are hard
6: to contain. They are, mate. They're very, you know, they're big boys. They're agile. They're fast. You know, they're aggressive. So, you know, I, I think you know the way Damien Cook obviously seen that vision last night and seeing AJ standing on the line between uh, you know between two big boys, you know. Any good number nine would have put his big boy straight over AJ. At the end of the day, you know, AJ's a you know a smaller guy. He, um, you know plays fullback and things like that. and He just needed to do his best, and unfortunately, you know, Daniel was just good enough to uh, score the score uh, the try. Yeah,
0: and how difficult, mate, is that when they got the other side
6: gets on a roll like the Blues did? Yeah.
0: Quick answer: how how difficult is that when you the score line's getting away from you?
6: Oh, mate, it, it's super, especially with the new rule changes yeah. and the six agains and things like that. It's it's hard enough to do it as it is. So.
0: Radio, good stuff. Jared good stuff. Wallace. Well, thank hey, you. Yeah, no really, worries. thank you for joining us, hey, mate. Good luck against the Roosters. Have you got the Roosters this week?
6: Yeah, 3pm Three, yeah, 3 C by Super Stadium. Oh, beautiful. So, Fans be uh,
0: will get along. Radio, this is Sports Day for the Kia Sorendo Drive Car of the Year. Badge and sats at the Sporting Globe at Rabina.
2: This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento Drive Car of the Year. Live from the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill, Rabina, on the beautiful Gold Coast.